What's up, Outcast? Welcome back to another podcast from Bush and Tio. Alright, so what we gonna do today, Bush? Well, we're gonna be watching some fish hooks today, man. Ooh, I'm really excited. We going fishing. I mean, All right. not with... Are we? <laughs> we are? Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? But we, we, we let's check it out. Quarantine, but... Yeah, we're kind of quarantined right now. <laughs> we, we can't go out. Oh, Shit's so slow, man. Things are so slow over here, man. I'm trying to work, but I can't. <laughs> There's less and less work. Man, dude, I really want to get out and work. But let's watch this man do his work. Let's watch this man do his man fish hunting. Searching for legendary giant pike in Ireland. Yes, Hello, sir. This guy from Discovery Channel. Danny Tiernan has been fishing on Loch Derg since he was a kid. How's the weather looking today? Just like Jim. So, so the volume. Yeah. It's a bit too high. It was a long time ago, it, but he still remembers that momentous day. I could barely hear the guy. You're in there 20 minutes when we caught this big pike. A once in a lifetime catch weighing almost 38 pounds. So he caught that fish on a, on a, on a copper spoon. Copper spoon, yeah. The whole made trace as well that he made on a wire because there was no such thing as fluorocarbon or anything like that. But you saw the actual fish? I seen the fish, yeah. That's the biggest one I've ever seen, but there has been bigger ones caught. Mm. Compared with an average sized pike, Danny's father caught a Goliath. Mm. But his fish was dwarfed by the 90 pound pike that were allegedly found in these waters. Five feet six? God damn, I'm five feet seven. It's almost as tall as me, homie. It's like twice my dog's weight. And your dog's fat, homie. Dude, my dog is 60 pounds. Even traveling at this speed, Pike will have no trouble chasing down and attacking my lure. A lot of things to pay attention to. Uh, one is the speed, one is the depth. What I don't want to do is, is run into water and suddenly that's too shallow. I risk hanging up my lures on the bottom and losing them. I'm also alert to one of these rods suddenly just bending round and that will be, that will be a fish hitting one of those lures. Pike are formidable predators. Their sensitive lateral line organ picks up even the faintest vibrations in the water. Special grooves in front of their eyes work like rifle sights, enabling them to judge distances and zero in on fast. Moving. Watch out, man! He could snipe you. Dang! Look There's at a lot of structure down there. Which could Watch out, man! Hey, you're gonna snipe you, man. These guys are campers. I can call duty, man. Signs of what are probably um, small yeah. fish as well. It really is a perfect spot. We don't like campers. My monster hunting career don't. has taken me all around the world, but this challenge is different. In many senses, this investigation is—it's um, a lot more personal. It's the fish that sort of launched me, I suppose, on my big fish career. That was the first big fish that I caught in the little backwater of the... Let's go, his first fish, man. I bet his dad was proud of him. 
I started fishing when I was about seven. <laughs> like <laughs> speaking. <laughs> the first few years, even the thought of catching a pike terrified me. Well, his first fish day, was a pike. Was about 13, I convinced myself I was ready to fish for a pike. The river Stour was less than a mile from my house, and I'd heard there were big fish in there. Oh man, big fishes. Let's go. And he's gonna say he made his first restaurant made of fishes. That's it. First restaurant selling fishes. That's it. On each cast, I held my breath. The strike was so powerful. I knew it could only be one thing. Oh, he's gonna be dragged in. Oh. It's almost sending a shiver up my spine. I can almost oh, yeah. feel was good, though. the presence the of that. Oh, yeah. It's almost an instinctive fear you get when you, when you look at it. There's just something about looking in the face of a pike for the first time. Yeah. Oh, oh my lord. Amazing day for me. Damn, imagine you know, seeing that thing in you know, the You know that meme? You, wait, you know that meme, Teal? Yeah, hit with my hair past. <laughs> I'm after something. <sighs> you know that one meme? About about that one guy, he's all like... It, it's been going around a lot. It's, it's, it's mm -hmm. this one guy, he's all like... He sprays like... <laughs> uh, on his face, like, make sure he's like sweating. He's all like... Give me that mushroom, but sir, those are poisonous. I said, give me that mushrooms. That's what this reminds me of. <laughs> you want to go? Uh, look, look, look it, at it him. Very mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is. I mean, did you see oh, that it's fish? A, it's when a TikTok, homie. It's a TikTok. No, it's not. No, it's not. Wait, is it? It's a TikTok. <laughs> wait, wait, no, put, we... put it. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. It. We, we Hold don't up. do TikTok. Here. Why are you going to images? No, it's not that one. No, I'm, I'm, you gotta... I'm not allowing myself to put TikTok in our fucking clan, homie. No, no, no TikTok. No, no, it's it's not a TikTok. It's it's just a, it's just this man. Trust me, dude. All right, this all right, is not right, cringe. Right. This is not cringe. Like kids dancing. This one? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, Come on. It's it's the send, send me the link, homie. It's it's <laughs> Jesus. Um... I mean, I'm a boomer here. You gotta help me, kiddo. You gotta help me. I don't know my way around the internet. I might just stumble around the dark web and that's gonna fuck my life up. <laughs> Check this out. <laughs> so, this is what you should have, um, <laughs> you should have already known, man. Come on, man. Ooh, that's so juicy. Sir, sir. I'll take two of those to go. Sir, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Give me two hot bowls of that to go. Look. <laughs> oh my god. Sir, sir. <laughs> Give me that fish. It's already been sold, sir. Give me that fish. 
This is the mushroom. Here you go. Sir. Sir. <laughs> Grab some of the mushrooms. But sir, they're poisonous. Grab some of the mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. oh, sir. Sir. Is this some gore fetish? I'm seeing it here. <laughs> no, but, enough, enough. Don't show this anymore. No. It Too just much gets creepier and creepier. The only meme <laughs> that I only saw, it was just him um, with that mm -hmm. fish. So if you go back like a couple seconds, that's what it reminded me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Go, go back to the fish guy. Go back to the fish guy. Monster Hunter. No, Monster Hunter. A Monster Hunter. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. want to see that fish again? <laughs> no, no, no. no. Sucky, sucky. Like, check this guy out. Like, so go back a couple seconds. Did you see when he the fish opened his mouth, right? Remember when he opened his mouth? No, it was like a couple seconds back. I think it's no, fast forward. No, 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 no. It was it was it was forward. Cinematic. No, 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 no. <laughs> no it wasn't cinematic. There we go. Locked egg pike. Uh, I don't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I told you it's in the cinematic. Come on. It's there you go. Here. Try to stick your finger in there. Try to stick your finger in there. I don't, it wasn't the cinematic. It was a bit forward, Teal. It was... That's uh, seven or eight pound fish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just keep <laughs> continuing. Just, continue. just, just, just continue. Continue. Great deal. The biggest pike ever found here was said to be ten times this weight. So I've got some work to do. Oh, nice to see that swim off strongly to grow bigger. Potentially to grow into something really big. At this time of year, when the water is cold, big pike follow their prey down into the depths. So I target all the deep areas I can find. But after that promising start, six hours pass without a single take. Wait, wasn't there a guy right there in that boat? Did he kick him off? <laughs> you kick him off the boat? I right, get the hell out of my boat. Nah, like, get on my boat. He, he's fish bait now. <laughs> nah, he legit <laughs> cut him and then just threw pieces at him. Professor Stefano Mariani. So here's the lab where we can talk, and uh, essentially DNA changes over time. Professor Mariani and his team spent three years sampling pike DNA in Loch Derg. The first thing we found, which was definitely what we didn't expect was the fact that not all irish pike was conforming to the same type of group there were two genetic units of pike significantly divergent from one another <laughs> look at him <laughs> i gotta take notes <laughs> right take notes like yeah yeah this is important information from all other yeah pike. Look at him go, man. Look at him. Yeah. Pike were deliberately killed because they were believed to be a really serious threat to the populations of trout and salmon. And there is the well-established notion in Ireland that pike is an invasive species. So basically we're talking just a few years ago a pike were being basically, basically netted and killed absolutely this species has consistently for a long time been considered a villain so genetically unique giants keep on noting homie ten thousand years practically wiped out Damn. less than 50. like hmm fish is being killed that the conditions that created these monster pike 
could have happened in other places too. My bet would be areas that are undisturbed or relatively undisturbed and areas similar to what Ireland was and that could harbor <laughs> a space that have been like... isolated for a long time from any other pike. Very useful information. <laughs> His face is like did you see yeah. this guy? Get a lot of this guy. <laughs> this guy is insane. <laughs> They're killing them. <laughs> this yeah, guy is I amazing. think, like, you know, it's, it's some definitely some good information if you learn about the history of the fish within the region so that you know, like, what kind of uh, habits they have formed in that specific pond or river so that you can prepare the right type of fishing methods. Like, for yep. instance, some fishing methods are more aggressive than others. So, like, the guys say that uh, <clears throat> they, they prefer undisturbed water. So, pond, uh, probably shallow area. And then perhaps... Oh, like, kind of, like yeah. what he said also a while ago, he said that, mm -hmm. that when it's cold time, they like hunting down, like, lower areas, like, lower areas mm -hmm. to hunt. Mm, yeah. Okay. Okay. So like, <laughs> he he was taking notes for good reason, but like, nah. yeah. Now all he wrote, he's all like, mm, dying pikes. Pikes. No. How to cook it? Pikes. <laughs> pike recipe. Like, species are endangered. Hmm. Capture pike. Shallow waters. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe I, I mean, should for, go for, fishing for us shallow amateurs, area. you know, we, we just go out there and throw some rocks <laughs> and hope we catch your fish. Ah, bro. <laughs> Speaking of throwing rocks and fishes, uh mm. also like uh <laughs> I got We're waiting. Our fans are waiting. I, I got you, I got you. What you mean fans? What do you mean? This podcast is for our outcasts. Oh, right, right. That's if they want to watch. <laughs> that is. If no, no. So, like, have you ever seen that one uh, video? He's all like, so this guy, he's all like, he grows like a big boulder from a bridge. He throws the, throws, throw, throw, he, he throws actually the, 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 the big stone. Like, it's like, you just see like fall and then boom. And then they actually put like fish mining their own business. And then. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Jesus. I don't know. It's it's it's, it's really it's funny. <laughs> it's funny, dude. Like fish minding their own business and people are just throwing rocks over the bridge. And yeah, what do you think about the video that we just watched? Um cool, interesting. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like do you have any experience in fishing? For me personally, mm -hmm. like I, I don't fish that much. But like when I fish, I'm the one getting caught. <laughs> to be honest, I'm the one getting caught in the hooks. <laughs> oh, what a shame! <laughs> Too many times, Toby. Um, I, I, I have um, caught bass before because like I used to live like in Florida. Mm -hmm. I used to catch like bass a lot. It was it was very fun, but it takes. You're like you're sitting out there for hours and hours, but sometimes like. It, it feels like really cool um sitting out there like for hours uh you, you you forget about the time you're just like having a really good time out there it's it's fun many people find it boring many people just want to go stay inside 
and I mean, if if you fish the same way like Jemery Waits is doing, and like go out there do research and then start fishing, not not with just a rod, but like throwing rocks. <laughs> now that's hardcore <laughs> fishing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, how do you call it? Mm -hmm. I couldn't find the video, but I did send you that. <laughs> Hopefully you. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> what it? I don't know. If it's gonna be. <laughs> I mean, yeah. right. I'm waiting. I'm, 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 I'm waiting. Know. If you guys wanna see, <laughs> if you guys I mean, wanna show, see, show them, show them. Like, there's nothing wrong. This is how boys fish for women. <laughs> Come on. Right, move me. Move me too. Move. Hi everyone, there are more than 200 countries in the world, each of them unique in its own way. Yes, they have different languages, mentalities, cultures and cuisines. However, let's not forget that within each state there are also thousands of different settlements, which the differences in pronunciation might be considerable. However, some settlements are unique in every sense of the word. Today, Jeez, we will tell you about the cities and villages that have become famous throughout the world, thanks to their unusual inhabitants and traditions. Let's get it on. Bengkala more than 5 million foreign tourists visit the exotic island of Bali every year. A huge number of people flock there because of a mild climate, pristine beaches, and luxury service. Most tourists converse in international English, which seems to be spoken almost everywhere today. Few travelers speak the official language of the country, Indonesian. But what's more interesting is that the jungle of the island is home to one settlement, which for many generations uses a special language not spoken by anyone beyond its borders. This language is called what Katakolok. That? Oh, she said your armpits stink, boy. She said your armpits stink. You, 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 you need the Orient. The, the Orient. The Orient. <laughs> I, I think I'm messing up with the Orient. With, like Oreos, the Orient. But yeah, your armpits stink, Katakolok, which yeah. translates as deaf talk. It's not a random name either. Katakolok is a unique sign language that's unlike any other language in the world. In the village of Bankala, this is the main form of communication. This is because a significant portion of deaf people live here. For a long time, locals believed that deafness was associated with some kind of ominous curse. But actually, there's a scientific explanation for this. The reason is a special geographically centric recessive gene, DFNB3, passed down from generation to generation of the villagers. After discovering an unusual feature of their people, the Bankala decided not to use already existing sign languages, but just to come up with their own. It's used by all residents, regardless of their ability to actually hear. All kids without exceptions begin to learn Katakolok since early childhood, because during their lives, they'll have to communicate with their deaf compatriots. Shani Shingnapur there are some countries in the world that. where it's not customary to lock the doors. It's simply not necessary. As a rule, this only works for developed and modern states where the crime rate is close to zero. Yes, Johnny. Well, India does not quite fit this description, but there is a place where residents fully trust each other. It's a village called Shani Shingnapur. People don't lock their doors here, and many buildings don't actually have doors at all. And even if they do, they often don't have locks. Why do they have this windows? Because the inhabitants of this village are supposed to be Good question. Order the villagers Bro. not to lock their doors. In addition, Wait, do they have the deity. 
scroll back a bit. Wait, what? What are you doing? No, no, no. Scroll, scroll <laughs> back to where the windows fully trust each other. It's a village yeah, yeah. that shut doors at all. Oh, yeah. yeah. They don't need windows. <laughs> they, windows. <laughs> they, have win they have windows. <laughs> Come on, man. If you, you're not going to have a door, don't have windows also. <laughs> the one gifted to her after marriage and the one made out of her fallen hair strands. In oh, one these village I treat skipped their hair as Whoa. the My bad, my bad. I'm, I'm skipping too much. Ah, ah, my bad. Oh, oh my god, what is, what is wrong with you? <laughs> my bad, my bad. about the beautiful Rapunzel, don't, 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 you probably wondered, is it possible to okay. grow hair like that in real life? In theory, yes, but it certainly depends on genetics and the right hair care. And it seems the residents of this Chinese village treat their hair as their most prized possession. In the unusual Chinese village of Huangluo, there is a centuries-old tradition kept by all women living there. Since childhood, they grow a long and thick braid, which they cut only once in a lifetime. Mm. This happens when a young girl, girl is ready for marriage, and when the women give birth to the first I'll child, they add two we... hair extensions. The one sure. gifted to her after marriage, and the one made out of her fallen hair strands. In Luo, long hair is a symbol of beauty, financial well-being, and longevity. Moreover, locals consider female hair sacred. In order to keep this long-standing tradition, mothers and grandmothers pass their hair care secrets from generation to generation. One of them is washing your hair with special Minted rice water. Gross Ooh. and Monawi. Here is a small Damn, town they in don't Nebraska. Need head and well, actually, sure. calling it small is Dude. an understatement. In fact, there are only two people living in Gross, Mike and Mary. Imagine me having long hair. Business partners in the neighboring town of Monawi. There is only one person, Isla, who is also Dude. its mayor and owner of a local tavern. You just keep cutting every week. But how do they earn their living and cope with loneliness, you might wonder? Well, it's simple. Tourists or Americans passing by often visit both of these towns, so the locals don't complain about the boring life. On the contrary, they consider themselves lucky. Santa Cruz de los Lote Okay, so we've already learned what it's like to be the only person living in the entire city. But what if the city is four times as dense as the borough of Manhattan? We're not talking about Tokyo or Singapore, as you might think. This is a tiny Caribbean island, home to about 1,200 people. It only spans the length of two soccer fields, but its residents truly believe in the more the merrier motto. They manage just fine at close <laughs> quarters, packing in a school, two shops, and one restaurant. There are no police on the island, but there isn't much need for them, as everyone just knows each other. What's interesting is that 150 years ago, the island was still uninhabited. It was sometimes used by the Colombian fishermen as a place to rest and take shelter during storms. However, at some point, some of them decided to stay on the island for good and built houses there. That's now, in just a few decades, a pretty big community was born there, which is enjoying its peaceful I mean, life. A tiny community. Day. Why do you, they need Geet doors Horn. and windows again? <laughs> The right. village of Geithorn is sometimes called the Dutch Venice or the Venice of the North, and for a good reason. The thing is, there are no roads in this village. Located about an hour and a half drive from Amsterdam, what? people only use boats to move around Geithorn through the countless canals once dug up for peat extraction. The only way to travel by land is to ride the bicycle down a narrow path in the center of the village. Hundreds of thousands of tourists visit Geithorn every year to admire the color scenery and rent an electric whisper boat to sail through the canals. You've got to admit, these lovely little houses hey. with flower beds. For all the people who are obese, I'm sorry, you guys cannot go there. 
I'm sorry <laughs> for people who are obese. More and more people <laughs> they, 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 they too, they're too lazy to even you know, look up a travel. Have, have you ever seen like the, the percentage of obesity here in America, bro? It's insane. It's, it's insane. But even they can Kinda still like only dream is. about a zero waste campaign as if looking like a uh, Fortnite gamers. The authorities of Kamikatsu you know. introduced the campaign in 2003. The sort their waste into 45 categories. The goal of all of this thorough effort was to recycle all types of packages and other used products. The citizens struggled at first, of course, but today they've achieved 85% recycling rate and inspire eco warriors worldwide. Euros Island. It's not bad. Nice. Mm -hmm. You've probably heard about the unique Titicana. Wait, I'm curious. You, you know a lot about Japan. So, like, what do you think about the Japan recycling, you know, like, ability to recycle or how much to re recycle or, like, you know, anything about recycling facts in Japan? Uh, <laughs> I have not informed myself any about that. I just only informed myself of architecture. That's it. <laughs> oh, come on, bro. Like, like yeah. maybe in the future, you might think of like how to incorporate trash bins inside the building or like no. a place to extract the, it. The only thing I know is that... <laughs> so the recycling bin, it's, it's funny. Mm -hmm. They have these two little holes... They're like next together. And this is like once for plastic and once for glass. So basically when you lift the top, they both go in the same contain same container. So glass and then the plastic goes together the same. Like I don't know why it's it's like that. Yeah, so I was like, why? <laughs> the gray one. I think it's the gray one. Yeah, yeah. The gray one is like plastic and glass. But like I, I thought, like children in Japan are r really well uh, taught about this kind of recycling. You know, like they know yeah. what to recycle and then all mm -hmm. the things. So, I so I think what I learned also from mm -hmm. J Japan also, it's it's really incredible. So the way they teach your kids, like, um, not to, uh, how do you call it, um. Like break things and all that stuff, um, mm. to treat things with care. So what Japanese people would tell their kids, like, hey, don't, don't, um, don't hit hit this wall. Um, this wall has feelings, and then that's how mm. they actually uh, teach your kids not to do bad things. So I'm like, hey, I never thought of that. I'm like, wait, what? I don't even. I don't even know if here in Americans even do that. Like, don't hit it. It has feelings. I don't even know. Do your kids? I, right. sorry, outcasters. Outcasters, do mm. you, do you guys actually have? Do you, what what do you guys do to your kids? Do you guys bitch slap your kids, <laughs> or <laughs> or do you guys tell them like no, or do you guys tell him like let me this idea like mm. saying like don't don't do that or else your kid is gonna like. Or else this wall is going to cry or it has feelings. You tell us down in the comments below. What do you guys think? Yeah. But cool. I mean, uh, it's recycling, man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But yeah.
Macaw Lake in South America that borders Peru and Bolivia, but you might not have heard of its extraordinary inhabitants. And no, we don't mean some weird fish or clams. We're talking about the movable floating islands created by humans that you can find there, about a hundred of them. For centuries, a local Euros tribe has been living there. They use dried reeds to make the floating platforms and straw for houses. It's hard work, but the tribe's sacred secrets have been passed down through generations. These secrets are very old, as the Euros lived in Peru long before even the Incas. Of course, most of the Euros have long moved to live on land, but hundreds of them still stay true to their traditions. People and then there's trained. always that one rich guy in the city. <laughs> and then there's always that one rich guy in the city. <laughs> one rich guy. <laughs> one rich like, guy. Fuck, fuck your boat. <laughs> fuck, fuck your raft. I'm just gonna buy a yacht. No <laughs> <laughs> The birth of a girl was considered a bad omen in many ancient cultures, like the Spartan culture for instance. In some Asian countries today, little girls are still treated as a financial burden. However, those from the Piplantry village decided to fight these stereotypes. The former leader of the village, who lost his daughter, decided to start a new beautiful tradition in 2006. He suggested planting 111 young trees for each newborn girl. It's supposed to bring good luck. This tradition has been maintained for almost 15 years in Piplantry. By now, tens of thousands of trees having been planted by the locals. Really Dongguan. Nice. This Chinese city stands out because there oh, are far more this women one? here than men. It's become <laughs> okay for one to man to date several women at once. And what's more, the women themselves encourage such behavior as they don't want to be left all alone. Dongguan's men often have relationships with two or even three women who treat each other perfectly well, respect their hierarchy and schedule. However, relationships like this can't last forever. A lot of women come to Dongguan to work, which is why there are so many of them in the City. At some point, they decide they want to have a family and a partner for life and go back to their home cities to look for a man there, this time for a long-term relationship. China, Dude, are you looking for new technologies <laughs> you and great gadgets? China. Are your no, thoughts Japan, focused on the future? Do you love huge vehicles and can't imagine your life without robots around you? Then visit TechZone and you'll find no, all this- No, no ads. I install no. Apple for this reason. No, no ads. Ugh. No ads. Disgusting. No ads. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ropes, that's, that's some interesting facts about um, small towns. Oof. Long yeah. hair. Come on, come on. Come on. You, you gotta get to China, homie. Nah, Skip man. Japan. I'm good. Skip Japan. <laughs> I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm, I'm just having, having, having a good time, man. Everybody having a good time out there. I mean, Japan is expensive. You gotta go to China. You know, more girls and then cheaper food. <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> Everybody's gonna be cheap over there. They're gonna break up. They're gonna break so easily. Like my plastic um, toys. No one asked like Chinese girl. Okay. <laughs> uh, strong, independent woman. <laughs> So much child labor over there, man. Crazy. Beside the facts, but like, come on. Yeah. You gotta give China so. a shot, homie. <laughs> yeah. So what's this? Hoarders? So the, the the next video we're gonna watch together is a hoarder and disclaimer, folks. Who's afraid of rants? Outcast out there. 
recommend don't watch this with us but like if you want to test your guts if you're disgusted all right mm -hmm. <laughs> if you're disgusted uh go away go away click away click away but you don't th this see. is this this is where COVID actually started. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, this is crazy, the, the, man. The, this one, it's more closely related to um, the Australian mouse plague, rat plagues. Oh, right, right. Probably I did hear guy. about that. <laughs> this guy. I think, it, I, I think it was this guy's fault that started everything. Mm. Put him in jail right now. <laughs> Put him in jail. All right, let's watch let's together. See. Let's see. Let's see what's up. <laughs> wait, 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 why did he cry? <laughs> Why did he cry? <laughs> <What? laughs> he literally sees them as his children. You know what these rats are. <laughs> looks like a blind man. <laughs> Bro, that looked like a sneeze. I wasn't a cry. <laughs> you need to make the decision to put it down. <laughs> I'm like, no, not Jake. Not Jake. <laughs> I'm not gonna climb through the window, Lisa. Lisa is honestly the most difficult person I've worked with in 15 years. I can't do this. I can't do this with you guys. I'm done. I'm totally done. Oh my god. Alright. Damn it. I thought hoarders are just for objects. <laughs> not supposed to be rats. <laughs> You don't hold rats. <laughs> you need to acquire and keep things. Oh, this oh. Okay. Where's the three million people? Wow. In America. That's a lot. I'm Glenn. California. Oh. Huh? Some people get really attached to animals like you know, dogs, cats. But not too many people would think of pet rats. Yeah, say, oh, what would you ever want a rat? What the hell are you doing? Gotta I can't hear anything. Tur yeah, me neither. I can't hear anything. Well, I want to turn it up. Here you go. But I readily admit that I have way too many rats. Yo, I can still see it. The mixer too. Mix it too. Oh, shit. I believe there were uh, two females and one male. They uh, were caged at one time. They managed to get out and shoot a hole through the wall and got into the walls, and that was that. And uh, they soon became many. <laughs> soon became too many? In furniture, in uh, drawers, up in the uh, ceiling, in the walls, in the mattresses. Oh, man. They're everywhere. They're just totally out of control. Bro, burn them. Burn them all. Yeah, I moved out of there and started sleeping out here in my office because they'd crawl up on a pillow and start pulling my hair out to try and make nesting material out of it. Jesus. Anywhere you've got moisture, like in your eyeballs or on your lips, they'll start licking. It's a little tough to uh, sleep that way. My name is John. I've known Glenn about 15 years. They're his friends, he'll tell you. Those are my friends. Hello, friend. I mean, they just crawl all over him. He loves them. Put your feet out and they'll crawl up your legs and uh, sniff all over you and check you out. The more you mess around with them, 
this is not a time for like checking out. <laughs> oh my waters. You've got hundreds of little mouths chewing on those uh, corn kernels and sunflower seeds. It sounds like a, a stream rolling by or a light rain. You hear that? Oh man, I feel like I'm out in the forest. It's soothing. There's his whole world. I mean, he's married to those rats. <laughs> he's married to those rats, man. True, man. This guy's too attached. Yeah, I don't like to remember because everybody else remembers it for a different reason. It was on 9 11, 1989. My wife died suddenly of a heart attack at age 39. Oh my see god, man. She was driving, sitting over the next to the oh, uh, fire department, pulled in there, and she was leaning over on the seat. And uh, they tried to revive her, but it was too late. Oh no. I miss her. Every damn day. The rats kind of took the place of his wife, you know. Kind of buried his depression a little bit. But why not cats? In a way, these these guys are like. I know, right? Why, why, why rats, bro? Rats are a pest, man. I'm Adam Periscondola. I'm the director of animal cruelty issues with the Humane Society of the United States. So I think what's unique in this situation. Oh, um, this guy sounded like a CEO, like an FBI agent when he said that. Um, certainly for us, this is this is a first to deal with over a thousand rats. Dude, look at that sofa. Being kept Dude. In, a, in a residence. The fact that they're all sort of loose and living in the house they've kind of taken over the house we certainly dealt with that with dogs and cats but it's much more unusual to find that kind of situation with, with rats the animal hoarders generally they're very attached to their their animals like most people but at some point there becomes an inability to recognize that the animals are suffering in glenn's house many of the rats have bite wounds have scars it's too many animals in a small space so they're fighting with each other over territories the males tend to get a little uh, feisty because I think there's always females in heat. There's so many of them. These rats, for the most part, appear to be a domestic breed of rats. Um, but when you have such a large population of rats like this, uh, they're just they're not able to get the attention and socialization that they really need, and they, they sort of revert more to a wild a wild state. Oh my God! Is that rat and eating just a corpse? Let them do what. Oh my God! Destroy the home that his wife and he built together. They breed and they just keep multiplying and multiplying. They're not gonna stop. The rats have definitely taken over the house. I gotta do something about it. I gotta close the door. Don't let one escape. Penny Lane. Come here, Moki. Oh, so they're trying to match up these two persons. This is the worst chapter in my life. Ah, okay, okay. I've totally changed the way I let it get. Like, say, ma'am, would you like to. Disgusted, shocked, heartbroken. Would you like us to capture all your cats and then bring them over here and My eat name these is rats? <laughs> I'm Lisa's dad. I think the rats is oh. been inside the house for probably four years. Lisa was embarrassed to have me inside. Dad, I'm ashamed. 16 years ago, Whoa! I 
my parents and I bought this house. You could have do the dishes. They put the down payment on it and I got the mortgage. Man, come on. To help her and her husband then get started. I currently own the house outright. There were complaints by the neighbors to me because I was the homeowner. And I acknowledged those complaints and told them I was working to resolve the problem. I live in the house with numerous cats. Oh no, not the camera shots. She loves doo doo shots. She loves cats. 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 She loves and he wants things cleaned up quicker than I'm doing it. He thinks that just throw it all away. Yeah, why not? I will ask my lawyer to have the city come out and forcibly yes. evict them. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Evict priority. I knew it was compulsive hoarding because she was collecting things both inside the house and in the backyard. And her answer was she was going to sort it, inventory it, and recycle. I'm Leanne. I'm Lisa's sister. She wants to see that even something that's flawed is worth something. Probably began really about seven years ago. It's like I saw something. I don't know if it was a vision or what, but I just knew that there was a lot of waste in this country. She went out soliciting for the stuff or picking up at weekly trash pickup times, a good time to cruise the area. Behind the stores and stuff, they were just throwing out so much stuff, perfectly good things. You know, I didn't want it to go to the dump. It seemed like a waste when there, you know, people around the world that have nothing. I thought it was a way to turn around the economy myself. Sure. A lot of people going to She dump. turned the dumpster to her, man. There's an army out there. They just need a general, you know. They said, we need to photograph the inside of the house. And I knew it wouldn't pass fire inspection. I'm Don Ravel. I'm with the Fullerton Fire Department, and I am a fire prevention specialist. I met Lisa approximately four months ago. I was actually called out to her residence and went out on a joint inspection with another agency that suspected there were hoarding conditions inside of the house. Bro, there was honestly, not a clear path I don't know how can people still live like this, man. I, I don't know. I can't. I, I just can't. When, when I if if I were ever to go to your house, I see shit like this, bro. I can't. I can't, bro. I immediately just step outside. I immediately step outside, bro. How can you live like this, bro? Like, I swear, man. I mean, for, for, in my opinion, one of the reasons I could think of why they would prefer like. Even the person with that this, the disorder could like affirm themselves like they have a vision for that the stuff that they hoard in. But in it's the almost end, like shoe it, collectors right now, people are like, 
but like it's like they have a vision mm, but like they Jordans. don't really necessarily like do like conduct like put it into action for those visions to happen sure so, like they, they only think about it they collect it but then they forgot about it mm-hmm. when they look back at it they just yep. remember all those visions and i might say in some sense like perhaps that's where their happiness coming from like to live in their vision but they're too lazy they, they prefer to raise the cat <laughs> yeah. rather than clean up the place true but like it's how do you call it um mm-hmm. i'm gonna tell you um jesus man it's uh now you know i forgot <laughs> i got a yeah. brain fart I got a brain right. fart. Yeah, I don't fart even know what happened. Days. I was gonna say, yeah, I, I'm just gonna say, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just too much, man. I just can't. Through the house, uh, additionally, there were a lot of cats, and the smell and the overall conditions with the cat feces and urine was very severe. But where it was did very she difficult get to actually cats? stay inside of the house for any length of time sure. because of the odor. Lisa also I think admitted that their identifier well. in the front room that had started with a candle. They did Accident not call 911. If it had started anywhere else in the house, I think that they I probably would have not been able to, number one, extinguish the fire Kids. and possibly not even get out of the house. She's not very happy about it. But that's my only alternative that I can figure out that will work, that will protect her and me. My dad can be very do controlling. Do it, man. Do it. Just do it. Just do it, man. It feels like I don't have any say over any part of my life. I got people telling me what to do with my cats, you know, where I can live, everything. Everybody thinks them as uh, pests, but these are domesticated pet rats. Just like any animal, a dog or cat. The guy's just gotten so out of hand that I have to spend uh, 20 hours a day cleaning a bathroom. At least they have a bathroom. <laughs> at least they have a bathroom. <laughs> I mean, at least the, there better be hot hot water, man. Mm-hmm. Glenn? Glenn, hello. Hello, how are you? Dr. Sazio, how are you? My name is Dr. Robin Sazio. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist, and I specialize in OCD and compulsive hoarding. From what I understand, there's a lot of rats over there. Several hundred. Okay, so let's walk over to the house. Several hundreds. (laughs) Several hundreds. Okay. Several hundreds. Okay. Oh wow! I think you're. Are these all your friends? (laughs) When you walk into the house, the first thing that you see (laughs) are rats everywhere. They are coming gonna be like, out of the walls, out of which the is mattresses, Jerry. out okay, so of this is Jerry. chairs no, and Jerry, covers. No, this is Ben. They're everywhere. No, this are is they friendly? Steven? I, I, I think he's, he's just going to result in numbers. Jerry 1, Jerry 2, Jerry 3, Jerry 4, Jerry 5. Yeah, they're my little buddies. Yeah, like, don't get too close to Steven. Steven's too flirt. He flirts with all the girls However, around here. <laughs> another reality is that he loves these rats. Band. He literally um, sees them as his family band, but... and his children. He's alright. 
you a question. Um, you know what's to come, that these rats are gonna go. Then I know that you, you love every one of these. That's gotta be a pretty big hit to think that they're all gonna be gone. I mean, you've, you've lived in this lifestyle for some time now. Well, I'm gonna keep one. You're gonna keep one. Okay, do you have a special one that you're gonna keep? Not yet, my special one uh, died. Uh... <sighs> <laughs> Oh, he's, he's coughing, man. He's coughing. Man. Sneezing. Sneezing. Allergies, man. Tell me about your special one. Got mad at her for a long time. She's probably, uh... Oh! Probably some other mother of, like, 90% of these. Had it for a long time. <laughs> His voice went back to normal. What the hell? What did that feel like for you? Feel like hell. Glenn, I'm also aware you have quite a bit of loss in your life. Yeah. yeah. How much, I mean, you're, you found your wife. That's, that's pretty darn tough. Fuck! My concern is that these rats are kind of replacing all that oh, grief. What the, the door? I just, uh, surround myself with so much life that, uh, it's what not a door you? anymore. It's you a stall. Bathroom stall. It's a bathroom stall. But I think you're realizing that's not real healthy. He's never had any proper grief counseling to truly work through his feelings, and he's really been avoiding it by thousands of rats in his home. I, mm. I think you've got a lot going on inside, and this is kind of going to be the final final big loss for you it's gonna be pretty big and my fear is that watching them go is gonna trigger the loss of your wife hopefully not right hopefully not I think where it will really hit him is when he sees the rats being driven off <laughs> and even more the ladies just goes goes, goes for it like and let me go pet this rat Some balls of steel, man. man. I'm petting that rat. <laughs> Not <laughs> our back to Lisa. We're back with Lisa. If I was standing here with no cats in an empty house, I'd probably be lost, devastated. I don't know what I'd do. I mean, man, we didn't even look get for a GPS. Her. Yeah, Lisa, get a, get a GPS if you're lost. Hello? Lisa, I'm Dr. Scott Hannon. Hi, doctor. My name is Dr. Scott Hannon. I specialize in cognitive behavioral therapy for compulsive hoarding and anxiety disorders. Okay, Lisa, so I'm Ooh, looking at your home here. I see, is this the I living bet the room smell, area? bro. Bet the smell. Once was. In terms of the level of problem that we have here. He's scared, man. I think He's scared. This case of hoarding is on the extreme end. He's going to go let further. her home go. I don't like the name hoarder. I don't know who came up with that name. It's like calling an alcoholic a drunk. You know, it's just demeaning and, and it creates <laughs> yeah, a, I mean, what's, a what's wrong with calling an alcoholic <laughs> all right right mm -hmm. mindset to other people literally. right away <laughs> he's no matter what drunk. we call it lisa has <laughs> wait, wait, go back go back go back like, just go back by like 10 seconds creates a look at the table <laughs> why is it upside down you see the table oh <laughs> why is it upside down <laughs> where's the table isn't that supposed to be in a kitchen no, area, bro? Dining area? I don't think that's a table. That's just a stool. 
Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it, it, no, is it mess. is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, yeah. Still... I see it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, why is the table upside down, man? Like, come on. You can be in hoarder, but don't don't flip the table upside down. <laughs> flip it how it's supposed to be. So you can put some stuff on top of it, bro. <laughs> It is the stuff. <laughs> you, you don't put stuff on it. It oh is the stuff. Oh my god. No matter top. what we call it, Lisa has developed a problem here where the items have taken over her home, the cats have taken over her home, and she no longer has control over her life. Now, one of the other things that I noticed is the number of cats. Oh, yeah. It does not smell yep. good in there. Cats. You can smell that there are cats all over the place, and they're using the whole home as their litter box. It's difficult to breathe. Okay, so Lisa, tell me about this room. This <laughs> yeah, room. It's open. actually a, 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 a catch-all, a, a trash pad. Um, yeah, trash Jesus, pad. So this Jesus is, is leaving this place. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <laughs> left, bro, long ago, bro. <laughs> oh, it isn't. I'm lucky if I can get more than two hours at a time sleep without being disturbed. By, uh, Legit, bro. Jesus, Jesus just left the room, and then he said, "Like, let me go get you some help." And bro, very well meaning. It's affected her life. She can't function in what was her home. Tomorrow we're going to get started, and we're going to do some work with you to try to sort out the clutter here and get you to a livable space. I have really come to terms with the fact of that I'm giving them all away. Maybe I won't. Maybe we'll just go. I'll get the property cleaned up and just leave it. My dad can have it. <laughs> she said, she threw her hands up, bro. She said, fuck it. She said, fuck it. I give up. I did not want to have this clean God. I've been. I mean, I mean let, let, let me fair here. If this guy was like, you know, farming rats for food in, just say, China. He'd make a I die, I die, I die. Nah, bro. <laughs> McDonald's, bro. McDonald's, homie. Jesus, McDonald's. What? Sheesh, bro. McDonald's like, selling McDonald's? mice meat? Bro, why not, bro? Where do you think the chicken comes from? Why do you think it's pink? <laughs> why do you think fuck? it's pink when it comes out? <laughs> really? I've never seen any yeah. pink McDonald's. So, so apparently, this, well, basically, last time when I was like, I went to McDonald's before, I took a, a bite out of a McNugget and then I saw like a little bit of pinkness like in between it. I like, wait, what? That was, that's weird, bro. Alright, <clears throat> that's enough commercial. We're not sponsored here. <laughs> We're not sponsored right. by McDonald's just yet. Not yet. BTS got it, but we coming next. Wait, wait, wait. Coming for up. you, BTS. You, this you know guy what? reminds me of someone. This guy, this guy reminds I don't know why, but this guy reminds me of Johnny Cash. I don't know why. <laughs> why does he remind me of Johnny Cash? <laughs> Probably the sunny glasses. <laughs> Johnny Cash went into broke. <laughs> Johnny Cash. This is what happens if you do coke <laughs> and methamphetamine. <laughs> I, I mean, Johnny Cash uh, do coke sometimes, I think. You know, cocaine blues. It's a uh, wait, you know, wait, you know what? Hold up. Mm -hmm. Do you know that guy who actually did Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat? Oh, the uh, uh, the guy with the laser eyes? No. Uh... Because he looks like a hobo. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh... Johnny Cage. No, uh, there was another guy. 
that. Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. There you go. Dude looks like Johnny you? Cage. <laughs> Why does he look like... Oh my god. Johnny Cage, homie. Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. Hey, dude. He does look like Johnny Cage. <laughs> Broke version. <laughs> look, look. It's exactly the same that... Yeah, best. it's Johnny Cage. <laughs> the best. <laughs> Johnny Cage. What happened to Johnny Cage, bro? What happened, bro? Oh, he was my favorite oh player, my bro. In Mortal Kombat. Man. <laughs> he had too many LSD trips, I might say. Don't do drugs, kid. Don't do drugs. Wait. Our player doesn't have kids, do we? But still, Man. don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. And tell your kids not to do drugs. <laughs> don't don't do drugs. <laughs> Adults, do drugs on your own. We don't care. It's it's Come your on, own <laughs> your own advisory. But stay away from drugs. Yeah, trying. Johnny this Cage, is what's gonna happen oh. to you, to, to Johnny Cage. He's gonna be like, have you been to Hollywood? <laughs> He's gonna be like, what to do? Oh shit. Oh shit! These people are like from, <laughs> like, are we there yet? Like, are we done yet? Have you seen that movie? These guys just came out of the car. Like, are we done yet? Dude, there's there's so many things going on right here. <laughs> are we done yet? <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah. I think, well, I, think well, I remember seeing uh... <laughs> when they're getting off the car. <laughs> I mean, like. The, the people were getting off the um <laughs> well, it's, it's with ice cube <laughs> it's it's so funny dude. they were all getting out down the car bro <laughs> is this the scene no 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 it's are we done yet <laughs> that's are we there yet that's are we there yet no they don't have it dang it hey right. we, we gotta find it we gotta find it. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> here, here. I found it. Help, help, help me. Help, help your homies. Here you go. Here you go. There you go. Send it to you. <laughs> Mike, you want to show him? Yeah. I pulled this uh, disgusting piece of galvanized pipe from under your house. Can you see through that? Huh? Yeah, I don't think so. That was your artery? You'd be dead by now, buddy. Or one side of your body will be like totally paralyzed. Show them just exactly what you plan to replace it with. <laughs> this is what. Tada! This is one inch copper pipe. I'm gonna use this for all the This is the scene where. Give or take a PSI. Is that good? <laughs> so, all those people getting down, I have a feeling that they're gonna talk him down like this. You see? <laughs> hey, Chuck, I like this guy. He's a fast. Oh, he's funny. All right, fellas. Let's go lay some pipe. Oh, I tell you, I tell you, man. This is a good movie. If you guys haven't seen it, watch it, bro. <laughs> you guys should watch it. Are we done yet, man? That's hilarious, man. That's a good movie. And then, are we are we there yet? Dang. Morning, everybody. It's a secret. Morning. Morning. Pretty good. We've Pretty got good. a lot of work to do today, Glenn. 
My name is Matt Paxton. I'm an extreme cleaning specialist. A long turn into a lot of different pieces to the puzzle. A really long A, man. So we've got Adam. Oh, we're with the long O. My bad. States is going to help with the extraction of the rats. Yeah, we're going to help uh, get the rats out, make sure that we get them out safely, humanely. Um, we've provided a temperature-controlled vehicle that they'll be able this to... This dude is lying, man. This dude is lying. Um, <laughs> and they will be transported to a temporary facility. So, Lauren, you're here from North Star Rescue. Why don't you tell Glenn exactly what you guys will be doing? We're here to help with the assessment of the rats, the overall health, make sure that they're humanely handled through every part of this process, and to make sure that every rat that we can rehabilitate gets adopted into a safe and permanent home. I'll take the <laughs> She's all so like, what, what the hell are you talking about, lady? These are the best of the best for the rats, and we know they're very, very important to you. I'm just worried about uh, if there's any nursing mothers in there. Okay. If they get separated from their pups. Uh... <laughs> we don't want them to stranded in there. Like we talked about yesterday, this is your family, and and they're just like kids. Gonna be strong, that, Johnny Cage. You love them. You Whatever his name is. Amazing with them. You really have. You, you care you're about gonna be in Hollywood soon. As you do. We are definitely here for the rats. We're not gonna leave any stranded. We're gonna take care of the moms. We're gonna take care of the babies, and we have some wonderful habitats set up for them. Jacuzzis. And... <laughs> exactly. We have a lot of people excited to meet your rats. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Let's do it. Let's go. These people are like like the sheriffs here in America, bro. They lie to you. They say like, tell me the truth. It'll be all right, man. I mean, it's obviously slow going. Whoa, 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 whoa. Shoot. You know, we've been able to uh, get them enclosed in the in the pens, but I'm just kind of grabbing them when they come out for the food. Oh, by the tails. Didn't break the skin or anything, yeah. Mm. Oh, man, it's heavy. They're running all through the coils. Give them a minute to get out. Ooh, you know, notice underneath, anymore. I mean, they're coming, guys. That's not a bad anymore. That's <laughs> not a bad. Yeah. Wow. This is some pretty nasty stuff. There's a hundred back here in the corner. The goal was to get all these rats out in the first couple hours. And we haven't even gotten the rats that we could see yet, more or less get into the walls. Um, this is gonna be a lot harder than we thought. There you go. Not too hard. There we go. Great see that glove like there was nothing. By the tails. They cleared like a lot of the general loose rats, but then they started going into the walls and that's why we, we took a little break. I don't think we're probably halfway there yet. Oh my god. Ready? Holding it together. Yes. Why not? Because these are your babies. I know what these are. That's okay. They're going to a better place. Nobody better care. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Shockingly, Glenn held it together. I didn't think he had it in him. How does it feel when you see them talking about, oh my gosh, this is a medical, uh, you know, problem? Is it bothering you? No, I've seen it before and gotta make your decisions. I've really come to see that there's, he there's has something held wrong it together about because there's he really wrong. did make not, a decision like that giving up these rats wrong, like, was in their wrong, best interest. In my opinion. Like, when, when he talked about the first rat and then he got really emotional, but then... Talking about those rats, he's not emotional. Yeah. 
there's something wrong here. I don't know, I'm calling bullshit here. Mm. So this guy has a wound mm. you can see underneath. We yeah. actually found it out because Cynthia picked him up. Oh gosh, he's got a viscerator. It's his intestines hanging out blank. So he's, we need to give him a shot right now. He, he's really suffering. We had a few critically injured rats. We had one that suffered a a bite in his testicles actually that went up into his abdomen. Ooh. So what we right wanted to talk to Glenn about was you Ooh. need to make the decision for this rat in its best interest to put it down. They don't fuss, they don't feel it, and it just takes away all their pain and puts them right to sleep. Oh man, this guy, he's, he's about to, he's like, woo! My oh, god, man. Hey, give me a second. Give me a second. Let's go. Back to Lisa's house. Back to Lisa, man. Lisa? Lisa? She ran away with her cats. Lisa has too many animals in her home and animal control came out and before that happened she removed some from her property. She did not disclose the area that she had taken the cats to so that's still under some investigation. The cats were standing being pushed in a shopping cart down the street about an hour ago. My name is Corey Chalmers and I'm a hoarding cleanup expert. Yesterday she changed everything said they're her babies and she can't let go of a single one of them. So I know this is a temporary thing and they're just out on the streets right now waiting for us to leave. They will be back. And we will be back also. <laughs> <laughs> All right, perfect. Where's the Oh, in four, four years. years. Okay, you want to show Jesus. me? Jesus. Right? No, no. You, you don't want me what to What do you mean? Are you coming with me? There isn't no place really to go. You just stand there and look one end and down the other. I mean, that's Thank you for letting cleaner. me see all that cat Never hear the end of this one. I think the mess might be subconscious. Maybe a passive aggressive. Me doing that way because of my relationship with my father. Because he's such a neat freak. And maybe it's my way of getting back at him. Gotta do what he wants all the time. I can understand he's upset, right? Hey, but this is not the time to see it then, is it? Well, well it's I can get this house for cheap, homie. Uh, this kind of I guess I expected this yeah. because of what Lisa told me. It decreased the house value, higher team uh, cleanups. Weird. But, uh, probably higher Mexican team cleanups. Bro, why not, dude? Oh my god. Do it right away, man. You want to throw this away? Say no more. Gone in 10 minutes. Thanos, you told me. Well, it's different than seeing it and smelling it, you yeah. know what I mean? I'm disappointed, but I'm not I'm angry, kidding. okay? So am I. I. So let's go forward. Please. What am I doing? And that's the last person to tell me keep going. I'm going forward. Okay. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. We're here today to help Lisa, who's faced with a pretty serious crisis situation. 
Lisa, you know, the city's coming down on you. You have health and safety issues. You have animal control issues. Your father is threatening you with an eviction. So we have a lot of people here to help you over the next couple of days. I'm gonna let Sergeant Pettit talk to you kind of about the issues that you know their department has with you. You know that we've been working with you to try to reduce the number down, you know, to your acceptable limit. Um, which I can't do this. Can't do this with you guys. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Totally done. This is what's going on. This is oh, yeah. such bull. Follow him. Such bull. It's not. They're helping you, lady. They're helping you. Been doing it for free. Oh, let's go, man. Like, this cleanup is not cheap. To be fair, this this is not cheap. Yeah. Ugh, what the? One Ugh. Dead. It's pretty upsetting, but uh, it kind of helps me cope with the uh, thing about human beings in a little different light. Oh my god. I'm gonna go all the way around here. But I think they're gonna be everywhere. I'm kinda getting pissed because now they're nowhere to go. And they're uh we're taking away their home pretty quickly. Coming back your way. God I can never get these still ain't got one. I mean these rats, man, they are smart and they have built pathways all around this house. I mean, they're, they're beating us. We've worked our tails yeah. off all day. And, man, we haven't gotten half the rats out yet. Damn. All right. A lot of rats. Damn. They say we're pushing up towards a thousand. Whoa. That's him. Oh, yay! Hey, awesome. Good job, you guys. Let's see if we can't get a clean bill of health. Well, guys, I have great news. We found the one oh, rat out of thousands yay. that he wanted. You guys have an amazing team. Oh, man. So we're bringing him out okay. and hope Let's check that he over. gets a good, yeah. good clean bill of health. Huh? Just make sure they don't. <laughs> he doesn't start repopulating well, them. They have commanders, uh, commander, right? female, Maybe female nowadays. commander now. Okay, all right. Yeah, she's in good shape. Oh, awesome! Shape. All right. He doesn't even know the gender of the rat. That's what? Mm -hmm. Like he, he needs a specialist to say that it's a female rat. So like. Mm. This, this rat got very beat up. It had a lot of bite injuries and everything, so we didn't want him to suffer. Is this today? Yeah, yeah. He was given an overdose, so he'll just oh, fall gently asleep. Right. It is my opinion that these rats and his love and care for them has really pushed down all of his feelings of grief and loss about finding his wife dead. He has nothing left to defend against those feelings at this point.
You did great today, but all of a sudden, at the drop of the hat, you just told me again about finding your wife. Glenn, that wasn't your fault. You can't, you can't blame yourself. Your wife had a heart condition. You can't blame yourself for that. But we have to deal with this because it's not going to go away just, just like that. Jeez, man. This guy needs more help, then. You can't just leave him like that. I'm surprised still, like, I he's not sick. Because of, just me. I can't leave it like this. I can't do it. I can care less what the city thinks or the fire department. You're gonna get evicted. Okay. So what? It's my house. He owes me. He's, he's cheating me. He can't evict an owner out of their own home. Yes, That's you can. As we were doing the morning meeting, her was talking about the, the crisis, and for her, she shut down and walked away. I'm done. I'm done. Done. Totally done. I don't care what everybody you says at this point. Like I can too. Just scrap it. She refuses. Chalk it up to experience. She feels judged by people in her family. She feels judged by people that she associates with. The crew coming in, she's feeling all that judgment again, and she just wants to stop anything before people get too close. You yeah. go to lunch and I just sit here by myself what until you guys are ready to come What if you and Corey did some work? Yeah. Did to you for a little while. And I'll make everyone That'd be great, right. because here goes another day where nothing's getting done. What do you want to throw away? I'll tell you yes or no. You pick oh, the item. No. I don't want to... No. Oh, I'll have to weigh them too much. This is 100% on you now. Oh, I'm just well, gonna now watch. it's all me, yeah. My goal is that Lisa can still make some progress today. You know, I don't want to give up on her. You know, no one's giving up on her. I'm going to give her every benefit of the doubt that she can do this, and I just want to, to at least make her dive into one little pile of stuff and see if she can throw one thing away. So we're going to clear off this shelf, and just whatever you want to throw away, throw away. Whatever you want to keep, you want to keep. I guess this can go, I guess. See, here we go, more mosaic. But I, don't, I, don't, I like the seashell, but I don't guess I, don't, I guess I don't need that. There you go. Yeah. I like how people, these people have patience you over this woman. Help us? Uh, <laughs> Legit don't. would never have patience. Do you really need my help for that? We want you to have the final say. Tearing sure stuff down like how they tear the glass. You're not taking the dumpster home with you tonight, are you? No, but I don't want you to go in yeah. the dumpster. No, I'm not going to go in it. And I don't want you to get mad if you see something in the dumpster that we thought was trash. Give it a try and we'll see. Please come out as soon as you are up for it, okay? Okay. This is a we process, not just us doing day labor. I need your input on this, okay? Okay, I thought that's what I just gave you, but fine. Okay. okay. Damn. It comes to then, okay. She was just mentally, physically, emotionally gone and she wouldn't listen to a thing we had to say. I think she's gonna struggle tomorrow, and I think she probably won't last more than a couple hours, if anything. That's, that's just my opinion, but we'll see. But here's the thing I'm curious about, like, she doesn't vividly remembers what this and that is for. You just like, yeah. I'll keep this. Maybe I don't keep this and this and that. 
she she doesn't vividly remember so that. I, 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 for me, from my opinion, I think she's she have been thinking or like mental issues. I think that's what I would say mm-hmm. because I mean, most coders they have OCD. Yeah. It's a confirmed disorder to have. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, go ahead with the mental disorder. Like, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say that they don't have it in some sense. But yeah, uh, it's it's tough because like they have some kind of coping mechanism, some kind of self defense that they don't show up sure. on TV as much. Mm-hmm. We also have to understand this is television as well. Mm-hmm. People have scripts. Mm-hmm. Gotta make it juicy, so, right? So so that you know we're like, mm-hmm. oh, she was too aggressive, man. Look at this! Look at how many people watched it. Oh my god! Three million. Oh. Look at that! Imagine our podcast reaching three million. Oh. Roll out! Come on, Alcast! <laughs> you know, you know what to do. Let's hit go. the like button. Hit the share. Button. Yeah, hit the yeah. like button. <laughs> yeah, help us! Help us! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Let's see. got here this morning, Lisa wanted to throw everything away. That was great. We were happy. I was going to call my other crew back, get the other dumpster back, and we were going to knock it out. Okay, so let's get into your kitchen, and you point and tell us what we can throw away. How about we start there? Just take it all out. I don't want anybody to throw it. I'll throw it away. Just take it out of there. What changed? Five minutes ago, you told me you wanted to throw everything away. And now you're saying you don't want to throw anything away. She was ready to go, and then who she was talking to? Was it the ex-boyfriend? I'm concerned there's more going on than just these relationships, too. Her mood is just so erratic. She needs help. Okay, can we come in and talk to you? I don't want to talk to you on the phone. Okay. All right, bye. Gotta unlock it, Lisa. Lisa, can we not talk through the window? Can we actually talk in person and see each other? Come on. You know, some hoarders are able to do certain amounts of work with us. Lisa's not able to do anything. I'm dealing with it the way I want to deal with it. This, this isn't working isn't for help. you. Can I come in then? Yes, yeah, sure. Come, okay. come on through the window. I'm not going to climb through the window, oh, Lisa. Open the front door. Lisa is honestly probably the most difficult person I've worked with in 15 years. Damn. When Dr. Hannon and I went inside years. and talked to Lisa today, she was obviously irate, you know, pissed off again that we changed the plan. We explained to her that we did not change any plans. You know, we're just adapting things to make it easier on her. Last what? night, you, you told me you were throwing stuff away. You I said, am throwing stuff away. But, you know, then I realized that you haven't kept the bargain at all. All the way down the line, everything has been rescinded. I'm not sure what you're talking about because we keep that, backing well, I was up. I I would get in return for doing the show, which was get the house clean out and sanitize, which was But we can't do that if we can't get the stuff out but of here. But we can get it out. This hey, problem is not going to be fixed by just pulling everything out and cleaning the floors well, because well, this stuff. But you can't sanitize because this stuff, stuff has. The outside. But this stuff has feces yeah. on it. You can't just bring that. it back I'm in. I'm not going to bring it back in. Well, if you're not going to bring it back in, then let's no, make right. a decision. I'm not gonna, I don't want to explain myself. We're at the end no. right now, okay? Do you okay, want our no, help at all? No, you have a fording issue. Okay, Not what all of us are here for is to help you with this issue, not to wash your walls. It's a very common argument. Well, we will do that. I'll just be a hoarder. Yeah. 
Okay. So this is it. We're gonna walk away, okay. and you're gonna be stuck with this on your own. That's one. Okay. Shake my hand. Nice meeting you. Good luck. Okay. No. Oh. Hey, Bill. We've got some bad news for you. Okay. Uh, Lisa basically just kicked us out. She's done. She wants nothing to do with it. So we're done. Yeah. You know. Okay. I can appreciate that. We wish you all the luck, Bill. Yeah. You ain't got an easy I'm road ahead of you. Some. I will follow through with the eviction. I have to to get rid of cats and have an opportunity to clean up the house. I'll never be done That's with that. That's not how you handle a cat, but done with the way she baggage. You know, it's frustrating. I don't <laughs> That's know what to do with her. So baggage. at this point, we're just walking away. She's going to have to deal with this mess on her own. Bill can evict her. The city can deal with her. But we're done. Wow. And that's it. Damn. They're Whoa. all outside of the cage. We That's have this fun. perfect cage, and they're all outside in between my legs. They're running all outside of the cage. Goal was to feed them, see how many would come out. That's not working. We're gonna have to start pulling some walls down. <laughs> the music. Oh my god. Holy moly. I got tails galore here. Okay. God, they can just go right through. We're playing zone, and now we're on man to man. We're getting worked. What's happening? They really enjoy the work, don't they? These rats, <laughs> man, they just hide yeah. in every single nook and cranny. We hope we've gotten all the rats, but the reality is, there's probably at least two. There's probably going to be a hundred left. There's a massive nest under the tub. They need me to take this tub out completely. Your goal is what, to get these what rats. What must safe. be done must be done. Hi. At least he got some senses. Unlike me. Right? Did a good job, Matt, flushing them out because now they've they've taken away their hiding place. So they've flushed out to where we can grab them. I'm gonna try to flush him. You ready? He's coming. Do you see him? Not yet. Oh, First. wait. He's coming back your way. Oh, I missed him. Right here. Right, right here. Wait, he's going all the way into that room. He's back there. Look at the cameraman. No, <laughs> Let's go, man. Oh, hey, right props to the cameraman, oh, man. Awesome. Look at the whole camera. Shoot, he's coming your way. Oh, I almost had him. Escape artist. <laughs> oh, he's coming your way, Jeanette. He's in the kitchen. He's in the way. Say we got a lot of rats. <laughs> Say we got a lot of rats, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Clean. I'd, I'd say total work close to 2,000. Good, 2000. good ones. Props to the yeah. cleaning team. You look surprised, man. Yeah. yeah. We need to get them on the way to the shelter um, because, you know, they're getting a little stressed being in these smaller travel containers, so we don't want to keep them too long in that situation. 2,000, bro. 
Is this the first time you've been in this trailer seeing one like this? Yeah. Johnny Cage, look at him, it's taking off his glasses, bro. <laughs> hey, they're probably shooting this as, a, as a, for the movies, man. Dude, they're shooting this for the movies, man. Mortal He's going Kombat to Hollywood. Two. He's going to Hollywood. Mortal Kombat 2. I will continue to encourage him to follow through with the aftercare therapy that I've recommended for him to really move through the grief so that he can kind of unload that baggage and live a healthier, happier life. Oh my God, look at that. But I've still got the one rat, which is much more manageable. Hell, he's up in a mess up. Yeah, that was good. I know they've got, got a lot of work to set up this adoption network. We've got to get as many out and adopt as possible. Enjoy them. They're great fun, and you can get very attached to them. You know, I hope they enjoy them as much as I did. In fact, I hope they enjoy them more than I did. They probably will. Thousands. Bro. 350 more. Wow. Wow. Legend still Hi, says that she still for lives being there. A fan of wait, no, wait. This was like 2020? What? This was last mm -hmm. year? Damn. But like some sometimes the recording is a lot earlier. Oh, so yeah. So sometimes the so recording like no takes mask. like for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. Because what time is it? Seven eighteen. Mm -hmm. Rock boys. All right. I guess that's high time for us to leave. Yeah. All right, guys. If you guys like this video, leave a thumbs up, man. Leave a comment. Uh, yeah, too. I mean, today was share. a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Share. Today, today was a today was a really share good day. Today was a good day, man. Today was a good day. Yeah, and as always, no yeah, fear, no remorse. Fear no remorse, Peace guys. Out. See you guys. Podcast. <laughs> oh, silence. So that we can show our next video, next podcast. Over here. Right here. Right here. Right here. Right here. No, that's the corner. No, no, no. That's the other way. Right there, right there, right there. Yeah, right there.